Back to Business is a podcast for livestock producers who are getting back to business after bushfire, flood and drought. From pastures and nutrition to the purchase of livestock, tune in each week for expert information to help rebuild resilient livestock businesses. Hello, I'm Sky Manson and I'll be editing these podcasts as well as popping up occasionally. Today, I'll be introducing you to Kathleen Allen, the Communications and Adoption Manager for Integrity Systems Company with Meat and Livestock Australia, and Emily King, Program Manager for Research and Extension with Australian Wool Innovation, to talk about what producers can expect from this new podcast and webinar series. Well, ladies, thank you so much for taking the time to join me today um, for this Back to Business podcast. Kathleen Allen, um, you are the Communications and Adoption Manager with Integrity Systems Company with Meat and Livestock Australia. I suppose the best place for us to start is if you can tell me a little bit about how this podcast came to be. So the podcast has come to be on the back of a very um, evolving and changing situation in 2020. So initially, as part of uh, Meat and Livestock Australia's response to the bushfire crisis that unfolded at the end of 2019 and the start of 2020, we did want to pull together a series of workshops across the fire-affected regions to engage with and provide support to impacted producers, recognising that they had been impacted by fires, but those fires came on the um, on the back of prolonged drought. And then, of course, since then, we've also had uh, significant storms and even some floods in some of those fire-affected areas. So initially, the plan was to go and have a number of uh, workshops in fire-affected areas to provide that support, that opportunity for producers to get together and, um, I guess, engage with their colleagues and have a one-stop shop in terms of where they could go for information that would help them uh, on that back to business journey. And then, of course, since then, we are now in the middle of COVID-19. That's presented with a whole other set of challenges. There is still very much an ongoing um, and a very urgent need to support our producers across the livestock industry. So we've decided to take our workshops into an online space. And we have a series of webinars uh, between now and uh, the middle of June. And to support or to complement those webinars, we thought it was a great opportunity to also present a series of podcasts that would complement those those webinars in terms of their topics and uh, also be just another avenue or another opportunity for producers and those in the supply chain to um, find out information and um, have somewhere where they can go for some support. So that's basically we've just been able to, I guess, pivot or be a bit responsive to the very uh, rapidly changing situation that we find ourselves in at the moment, but um, recognising that agriculture is essential and that farming goes on and um, there needs to be an element of business as usual, but um, we need to engage with our producers and uh, levy payers in a, in a different way. So we've gone online. And what do you see as the main benefit of offering it as, as a podcast to your members? How should they um, benefit from that? I guess the podcast probably it's it's a mobile option as well, so it's something that they can be listening to while they're doing other uh, other jobs. There's plenty of we've had some some great rain in some areas, uh, so there's a lot of planting and sowing going on at the moment. So producers might be in tractors, in cabs, they might be um, doing just going about their daily job. So a podcast, I guess, gives them the flexibility to listen to information at a time that suits them. 
uh, they can come back to it and um, and all that. So it's just a it's an opportunity, it's something that's a bit flexible. Um, it can fit in with their routine and their plans, and um, it's it's also an opportunity to get at a broader range of people, I guess. So whilst we were going to do workshops in a particular area, I guess this opens it up, and the information that we present on these podcasts is not it's not time critical. It's also not necessarily location specific, so it might be of interest to people all around the country. And I want to talk more about uh, back to business and what kind of things you will be addressing in a moment. But can you also talk to the fact, Kathleen, that you did see it as really important for this to be a collaboration between industry, different um, industry sectors and groups? Uh, yes, absolutely. So when the back to business program, I guess, was first um, established, so there's a couple of components to it. There was the the, I guess the producer engagement through workshops, plus there's also a one-on-one -on -one, uh, farm business consultancy program as well. Um, I guess there was a real opportunity for us to, to work together with key partners in the industry. So again, um, and particularly on the back of something as traumatic as a bushfire, it's important that industry is seen to be working together for producers. We don't want to add confusion uh, to already a fairly stressful situation, we want to be seen to be working together. And so that was the opportunity for us to, to work with a whole range of uh, industry organisations across the sector. And I guess there's also an efficiency component in that. There was no point in each organisation going out and doing workshops um, on the same topic. Um, so there's, it represents a real cost effectiveness and, a, and efficiency as well. So it's about, I guess, providing that reassurance to our producers that we we do work together and we work together well and that we're coordinated in our approach and that we're um we're being efficient in our delivery of information and working together and that's why we've so, in particular with um awi yes and so also with us today uh, for this conversation is um Pro program manager for research and extension with australian wool innovation emily king thanks for for joining us emily Thanks, Guy and Kathleen. So tell me, Emily, what AWI sees as um, why this is important to, to collaborate on? Well, I guess, I mean, exactly to Kathleen's point, we're all often working with the same people as different industry organisations. And while I think each of the organisations obviously has a certain strategy and a group of people that they're working with and projects they're working towards and outcomes and the like. Quite often we have a lot of shared goals and it just makes complete sense to us to work together for a common industry outcome, uh, which is, you know, always the outcome uh, that, you know, I think all of us can agree on is that we're trying to improve the productivity and profitability of Australian farmers. So. Uh, in regards, obviously, to AWI, specifically the sheep industry, but uh, the red meat industry for Meat and Livestock Australia, and then um, and then more broadly for industry partners like local land services and New South Wales farmers across all industries. So I guess for us, we just thought at the moment it's a pretty busy time for people. A lot of people are quite overwhelmed with the challenges that have been thrown at them uh, through you know the last couple of years. As Kathleen managed, you know, you've been a lot of people have been whacked with drought, fire, flood, um, and then the current unease of the current situation. So I think a lot of people are a bit overwhelmed with information sources at the moment. Um, quite a lot of people, we've heard reports, so many people just don't have internet 
or don't have a computer anymore, don't have sometimes, you know, still don't have access to mobile service in where they did before. So just trying to, I guess, streamline the information that's coming from industry so that people can sort of find one voice of um, information, I guess. And also on the topic of podcasts, AWI has the Yarn podcast and there is also the newly released Sheep Connect New South Wales podcast. How effective do you find that in the delivery of extension services? Yeah, I think uh, the AWI's uh, the Yarn podcast has been around, you know, for a good while now. We've got over 120 episodes in that podcast now. So I think, um, you know, it's been a really effective tool for us. Um, I would say that I don't think that we have it perfected. We're still learning and we're still, you know, I guess testing the waters as to which uh, which um, content works best and what people want to hear more of and who they want to hear more of. Um, and I guess, you know, Sheep Connect New South Wales recently released um, podcast, I think, is another great addition to the podcast landscape. And I know there are more industry podcasts that are scheduled to be released very soon. So I think you know, as Kathleen said, it's a great way for people to get information. Hopefully everyone across the state is getting rain. It's actually raining behind me in Dubbo as I record this. So, um, you know, if you're poking about in the shed, just doing a bit of tidying up maybe that you've neglected because you've been so busy on a feed cart for the past three years or, um, you know, hopefully out, um, you know, maybe sowing some pasture or some feed. Um, you know, it's a good opportunity to sort of sit there and get a bit of an update on what's happening in industry. I mean, at the moment, the spike that we have seen in downloads of the Yarn podcast has been astronomical in the past couple of weeks. Um, we've really significantly seen that increase. So I think, you know, people are hungry for information and are looking for another way to get it because the traditional methods of receiving a lot of extension material um, have been basically eradicated overnight with this um, with this latest challenge in the pandemic. And so, Kathleen, you mentioned earlier that obviously no longer is there the ability to do these face-to-face -face workshops that have been planned by all these industry groups, but back to business is seen as or was seen as a one-stop shop. Do you still see it in that guise? Yes, I do. I think that uh, there's a real opportunity to provide that support. And I think that producers, as we talked about, still need to feel that they've got a source of information because it can be really quite overwhelming if they're just going to the websites. And what we've tried to do with the Back to Business program is to bring all that into sort of one one point and it's about sort of signposting where people can go for information and we've been able to split that up depending on the different topics because as you do try and get back to business I mean there are so many different things that you need to think of and it can be really quite overwhelming whether or not it is across your infrastructure your your animal base or your livestock your your feed base your pastures there's so many things to think about but it's also an opportunity I guess to get a bit more strategic and if we do have this period at the moment where there is not so much downtime, but I mean, if you're dealing with what has been a very stressful situation, then you might need to think a little bit more about your your personal values and your long-term business goals and even how you structure your business. So I think that there's a real, there is a need. I think that what we've got to do is capitalise on that need and provide that information in a way that um, 
is not only useful, but um, you're sort of cutting through some of that clutter and you're doing it in a supportive way. I'll ask you, um, you both, Kathleen and Emily, but um, Kathleen, perhaps if you could start just by talking a little bit about what kind of information people can expect to receive through the Back to Business webinars and podcast. Yeah, sure. So the, the Back to Business webinars, we have a series of 12 uh, webinars running between uh, March and through to the middle of June at this stage. We've hosted two already. We've got a really broad range of topics that cover across um, a whole range of different issues that people might need to uh, be thinking about as part of getting back to business. Anything from I guess the more short-term considerations, uh, what to sort of be thinking about right now in terms of uh, getting cash flow back into their business through to some of those more longer-term uh, strategic conversations that they might need to have uh, as a business. We're covering off on things like uh, looking at sort of farm infrastructure and the things that you might need to consider. Again, livestock health, welfare and biosecurity. There's nutrition and feeding and then we uh, switch into looking at the feed base considerations, so things around pasture recovery, uh, whether you should be sowing, all sort of in the context of feed, selling or adjusting. And now that there's been rain, I guess adjusting either your own stock or bringing animals on is also a consideration. We provide information about sort of market scenarios and things like that that help people with making decisions about whether they should be feed selling or adjusting livestock and it's all on the back of increasing cash flow because at the end of the day it's it's cash flow that will get businesses uh, sustainable again and I guess then we're looking at through some of those longer sort of planning uh, farm business management type things so but all around the back of rebuilding your herd and um and, and getting back to business, I guess. So a whole range of topics. So each of them stands alone. Uh, people can opt in and out um, as they like, or they might like to, to listen to the full series. And Emily, from an Australian wool innovation perspective, um, what kind of specialist information would you like to see um, put out through the webinars and the podcast? Across industry, there's been a lot of discussion in terms of rebuilding the flock and rebuilding the herd as well. But, um, you know, from my point of view and Australian Wall Innovation, obviously we're focused on the national flock. So I guess there's a lot of information and particularly in the reproduction space and the importance of management and nutrition in terms of reproduction. So there's a large focus on that. Uh, and of course, good nutrition and optimal sheep nutrition does mean that you will receive, um, will be able to grow better wool and have more lambs. So, you know, that really um, goes hand in hand together. So, you know, it's a great outcome for anyone, uh, anyone with sheep. Um, of course, all of the other things that Kathleen has mentioned, you know, all of that sort of thing is just entirely applicable to, you know, whether you're realistically, whether you're running, you know, a, a mob of um, you know self-replacing merinos or whether you are running a herd of black angus um, I guess really you know a lot of this stuff is entirely applicable no matter what type of grazing business you have uh, and really no matter what part of Australia you're in. And so when are these webinars um, taking place over the next uh, 12, 12 weeks or what are we, 10 weeks now, Kathleen? Uh, the webinars are taking place at 1pm 
uh, Eastern Standard Time every Tuesday. So our next one is Tuesday the 7th of April and that's all around planning for a resilient future. Uh, what's possible looking at the personal and the, uh, the business direction. So every Tuesday, 1pm Eastern Standard Time um, every week through now until the 9th of June. And Emily, how do people get involved or register or sign up? Guy, the easiest way that people can get involved is just to head to www.sheepconnectnewsouthwales.com.au forward slash events and you'll see all of the back to business webinars listed there and people can just, as Kathleen said, you can opt in, you can opt out, you can choose to listen to some of the podcasts and or, you know, not others or listen to the whole lot. So you can just register directly through there. If there's a webinar that you've missed or you've only just become aware of these and you'd like to listen to the webinars we've already completed, uh, those can be found at sheepconnectnsw.com.au forward slash tools. And I suppose in a similar vein, is there an opportunity for feedback uh, if there are producers who perhaps are interested in seeing more of some kind of information or have an idea for a webinar or um, want some kind of information in particular, how do they uh, get in contact? Absolutely. So I think probably, I mean, there's a few ways you can go about it. Of course, um, any producer can feel free and should feel confident and comfortable anytime ringing either the MLA front desk or the AWI front desk. Um, specifically in regard to these webinars, uh, certainly um, the opportunity is there if there's other topics that you'd like to hear, you can email admin at sheepconnectnsw.com.au uh, and we can um, have a look at any of that feedback. Of course, there is also anyone who has um, participated in one of these webinars, at the end of the webinar, there's also a few quick questions there about you know, how much you enjoyed it and what you'd like to hear more of. So please feel free to jot down any ideas in there whatsoever, even if it might not be something that you want for a webinar, it might be just something that you're looking for generally and can't find. Um, certainly just um, certainly just pop that down and then you know, people often ask us, do you even look at that feedback or do we just fill it in all the time? I can guarantee you it's very important to us and we look at every single bit of feedback that we get for all of those, so please do fill in those evaluations. I know they do sometimes get a little bit annoying and you feel like you're sort of filling in form after form after form, but we really do look at those and pay attention to those and um, sort of, you know, have a look at how the speakers have gone and we try to give you more of the speakers who uh, are good and try to, you know, really explain things easily. And also, you know, the topics that you want, you know, I mean, all we're trying to do is give you information that is relevant to you in a format that works for you to help you with your business. So that's what we're here for. So Emily, it's not just AWI and MLA that are involved in, uh, in this. Who else, what other partners are involved? You're right, Sky. It really has been quite the team effort across industry, and um, and we've had really great, um, I guess, you know, really great enthusiasm for this idea and for getting this information out to growers. Trying to use as many channels as possible. So on this project, we have, as you said, MLA and AWI, also Integrity Systems. 
company, which is a subsidiary of MLA, and also Sheep Connect New South Wales, which is an organisation which um, is AWI's extension network in New South Wales. And we've also received great support from the New South Wales Department of Primary Industries, Local Land Services New South Wales, and New South Wales Farmers as well. Okay, well, um, Kathleen and Emily, it's been great to have a chat with you and flesh out a little bit more about what we can expect from the Back to Business webinars and the Back to Business podcast. And thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Scott. Thanks for tuning in to the Back to Business podcast. You can register for upcoming webinars at sheepconnectnewsouthwales.com forward slash events or just subscribe to these podcasts which will be updated weekly. If you would like to take the time to rate and review this podcast in iTunes, it'll help more producers like yourself discover this information. Back to Business is a partnership of Meat and Livestock Australia, Sheep Connect New South Wales, Australian Wool Innovation and Integrity Systems Company. The program is supported by the New South Wales Department of Primary Industries, New South Wales Local Land Services and New South Wales Farmers.